Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, brought to you by Circle Sanctuary, one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States, connecting people of nature center paths around the world. Join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics, celebrating the divine in all of its forms, through nature worship, rituals, education, and building bridges of community. Good evening, good morning, good night, good second breakfast, whenever you are, wherever you are. My name is Laura Gonzalez, and I'd like to welcome you to Lunatic Mondays, Lunes Lunaticos, the very first bilingual show for CSMP, the Circle Sanctuary Network podcast. And today I have a guest whom I'm very, very happy to have, and we're also very blessed that she's here tonight. We will talk about it in a minute. Uh, her name is Stacy DeMarco, and if you know me for five minutes, you know I love her work, and on my professional life uh, as a tarot reader, as a healer, well, I depend a lot from her work because I use a lot of her oracles, um, but for those who don't know her, Stacey DeMarco was born and raised in Sydney, Australia. She's an internationally respected spiritual pagan practitioner, witch, teacher, author, activist, and nature lover. Her love of nature began as a young child, surrounded by animals of all sizes and types. Growing up, her love of writing and nature was fueled by her ferocious curiosity. Stacey was a child who would constantly ask questions and then busy herself for uh, researching the answers. Stacy entered corporate life in an attempt to find something better, but finding nothing better, she returned to her first love of writing and nature. Stacy is the author of four best-selling books, eight oracle decks, and an annual lunar and seasonal diary, diary I'm sorry, for both the southern and northern hemispheres, and it is on his 12th edition and recorded guided meditations. She has appeared on numerous mainstream television and radio programs and in many well-known magazines. Her non-nonsense down-to-earth performance in the hit TV series, The One, helped to dispel any preconceptions or judgment people had about metaphysical or pagan lifestyle. She has a natural gift for helping people see problems or issues from a different angle and making them think at a deeper level. Stacy's greatest gift is for being a catalyst of change. Teaching through our mythos, meaningful storytelling, means her work is well-researched, rational, and highly effective. It is not surprising to her how the ancient wisdom and techniques still work to transform people in our modern society which is why she is so passionate about introducing people to the healing power of nature. Quote, we are nature. We are not separate from nature, she says, which is our conduit to this alchemic power. And I'm very honored and I'm very happy because she said yes. And she is here directly from Dananda, uh, my dear Stacey DeMarco. Welcome to Lunatic Mondays. How are you? I'm very well, and thank you, and hola. Um, I've been looking forward to this for a long time, so thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you, and thank you for those who don't know. We are live. She is live <laughs> calling from Australia tomorrow at 9 a.m., 10 a.m. What time did we say it was? It, it's 10 a.m. Uh, the next day. So I'm I'm time traveling ahead of you. It's tomorrow. So I have to ask you a question since we are in the future. Have we destroyed <laughs> patriarchy? <laughs> not not yet. <laughs> but no, it's a it's a it's a it's a lovely day here though. And um, we've had as you know, Laura, we've had very big storms here, the early sort of spring storms for us uh in Australia. So um I'm uh I'm very excited that uh the storms have let up enough for me to talk to you. Yes. I am very happy and I'm very excited and as I said earlier, we're truly blessed because when I invited Stacey and she graciously said yes to coming to the show, um, I proposed to her, you know, let's pre-record it and then we can do it because otherwise, you know, the timing is not right or whatever. Turns out you're a morning person and that worked just fantastically. And then with the magic of technology, we thought it was going to be, you know, smooth. And then turns out you've been having storms. And we in Chicago just had, we just passed a tornado watching, you know, a, a tornado warning. And wow. thank you, goddess, we are okay. Um, there was a lot of trees uh, falling in the west of west of me. Um, but then again, in Chicago, everything is west. But I live very close to Lake, anyway. Um, uh, and we were we were both very worried because what if this storms in Australia or what if this storms in Chicago? But you know what? Thank you, Goddess. Here we are. Yeah. And uh, first of all, thank you for coming to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm really excited to be here. Um, this is uh, like I'm I uh, I've had a little conversation with you ahead of time, and um, I find um, your work. And what you're doing here, I mean, incredibly inspiring. So, you know, thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for saying yes and for coming to the show. And one of the things people, some people know, some people don't. So I'm going to let you all in the secret. I need to hear my guests before I interview them because I'm a English as a second language person. And I need to get used to their rhythm, their tone, etc. So I feel comfortable interviewing them. And Stacey and I had a lovely conversation that it was supposed to be 10 minutes and they went for an hour uh, <laughs> because we have so much in common and so much, so many uh, common interests. And one of those was the research and answering questions and going very deep, not just about what we feel, because we are both we both agree on, um, as I was reading your biography a minute ago, oh. uh, re, you know, going by nature and being conduits of nature and all that, but also being a little bit of a geek, you know, like researching thing and making sure we're saying the right thing and um, all of that. And I have to ask you, though, how, when did you know you identify as witch? When did you know mm -hmm. you were a witch? And how did you put into your work ethic that everything had to be like well researched for you to put it out there? Uh, I think those questions are connected. Um, I think as a small kid, a, a small child, 
um, I, I was very interested in learning things. Uh, uh, loved the library, um, read very early, um, and I think I had a real hunger. Very, I was very curious. Uh, so anything I did, uh, you know, I was probably a geek or a nerd way before that word became a real word. Um, and that makes you a slight outsider, I think, as, as a kid that you're a little bit different, that you prefer to hang out in nature or you prefer to hang out at the library than with other kids. So you you do tend to stand apart a little bit um, and that makes you somewhat different. Uh, and that kind of led me in some ways to the whole witch thing um, in that, you know, witches are still considered a little bit apart from everyone, that it's not a, a path that is for everyone, that people don't really understand it, even though, you know, there's so much education out there about it. So that, you know, when I began to look for a spiritual path as a young sort of adult, you know, or in my 20s, um, this idea about paganism or witchcraft, when I finally found it after, you know, after it seemed like a very long circular search. Um, it didn't prove that much of a barrier to me because I, I was already a bit of an outsider. I was already someone who who wasn't like kind of everybody else. Like I didn't sort of run with the pack or run with, you know, didn't have a big group of friends and that sort of stuff. So the witch thing, um, I think... The more I read into what a witch was, the more I realised it was really misunderstood. And, you know, Laura, you know, we, we talked about that a little bit, that still, um, you know, there's a stereotype, there's a misunderstanding about the whole satanic thing. There's, you know, all, lots of stuff swirling around that word. But eventually when I had done you know, my training when, you know, there was an opportunity to call myself that. Um, and I, and, you know, I find it a very powerful and honourable word. Um, I made a kind of vow at my dedication that I would never shy away from that word, that I would have that word as um, something inspirational, empowering, rather than something to to shy away from or to hide from. Uh, so the, the idea of being a witch, um, the, the actuality of being a witch um, is something that I think was wrapped up in uh, the idea of, of learning, you know, continual learning, this idea of understanding deeply um, what the path was about, not just, you know, being a sort of Instagram witch with all the pretty flower crowns and, you know, all of that sort of stuff, but actually live what that word meant. So I think, you know, looking at the, the, um, the research and naming myself that way or, or going down that path, they're very connected. And I love what you said before about learning. You know, it's a path, yeah. but it could be solitary and it could be confusing at times. 
And for some people, it could be very discouraging that it is lonely sometimes, but the research is always there and it's always been our friend, kind of, you know, the constant uh, growing and learning and finding new facts and things. And uh, now I I laugh all the time because, oh, science proof that energy, da, da, da. And I'm like, no kidding. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I mean, my my new deck. my new deck is a an element. It's called the Elemental Oracle. That's coming very soon, and it's basically alchemy, science, and magic. It's the three woven together. And when when I sort of pitched this to my publisher, she she was like, "Oh, okay, so it's the same stuff, right? But it's but it's science. It's just going. It's just you know you're you're linking all the scientific terms." And I'm I'm like. Yeah, but before there was this word science, there was what we did, you know. So I said, I, I, I don't really see that, you know, they're different. It's just like spider webs being, you know, connected into or woven into one one um, sort of web. So, um, yeah, it's exactly what you're saying, yeah. And what people don't realise, some people don't realise, is that back in the day, back, back, back in the day, uh, science, astrology, magic, medicine, politics, it was all one thing. Yeah. It was just all together. It was all science. Um, yeah. But what I want to, I want to share with people and this, I know I'm, I'm being uh, all starstruck, but I have to, uh, how I met Stacey and Marco is somebody gifted me the Halloween Oracle. And you all know me, and you all know my passion about Day of the Dead. And I, of course, love the deck and open it up, and I couldn't wait to start reading. And then I go to uh, the card that is for Day of the Dead, and I start reading. I mean, and I, I kid you not, folks, I bring out the magnifying glass, and I'm like, let me see what she said about Day of the Dead. And she mentions the Aztec goddess on her booklet for the oracle of Halloween and I was throwing my hands to the air going oh my god this lady did her homework she did research day of the dead I'm so happy I'm so proud and I was astonished because somebody from the other side of the of the world literally on the other hemisphere and a different time zone uh, <laughs> took the time and effort to research this and it is really important. I really want to emphasize how much I admire all the research that goes. And then having as many books and oracles that you have, uh, you're always with a book or a tablet or something in your hands, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> and proudly so. There's, we live in a world that there's so much cool stuff to know. You know, I don't even know what I don't know. There's, you know, like, so, you know, I, I, I don't think, I don't think that um, it's a bad thing to want to go deeply and broadly into something, you know, like, like I love Oracle decks myself and, um, you know, I, I was hungry for decks that combined um, real research, real depth um, and it's fine just to do the, you know, to, to, to have, pretty decks that are, are very light and that's all good. It's That's fine. But for my work, I wanted it to be 
um, a, a nice three-course meal for someone like you who already had a lot of knowledge. Like, I'm knocked out by your knowledge. I mean, this is your area of expertise. This is your culture. So I wanted to bring some attention and honour to that. You know, there's a, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of, I think, shallowness out there, like this very light, you know, like eating a, I don't know, like a cupcake, a really light sugary cupcake. <laughs> and yep. sometimes you want, you know, you want a three-course meal. You want something that fills you up. And um, I just hope that when people read a deck of mine, you know, we were talking about the animal deck, the Divine Animals deck, that took me mm-hmm. so long to research, right? Like I already knew some of, you know, well, most of the mythos because that's sort of my area of expertise. But the the detail, I wanted the absolute latest detail on the particular animals that I was featuring. And, you know, like I'd be contacting, you know, experts on these animals, you know, like, so, you know, who is the who is the hyena expert in the world, you know, so you... You know, I would send out an email. Hi, listen, I'm I'm writing this this sort of thing on hyenas. Um, is this true or is this not true? Or what can you tell me about your work? That you know, what's the one thing about hyenas that you would like to share with people? And you know, Laura, it's like you're getting a whole group of nerds together. You know, like geeks together, like you were mentioning earlier. So the deck mm-hmm. took me longer. <laughs> the deck took me longer than I thought. Because I was talking to people who were as passionate about their subject, you know, as Mm -hmm. I was passionate about mine. And, you know, I'm very lucky that, you know, people will share their their information um, that that I can make a, you know, I can make a rounded out deck that is both spiritual, magical and factual. I don't think they, I don't, I think there's room for both. Yes. And there's something that to me is very important, um, especially on this day and age. And as you were saying earlier, you know, we're witches and Mm. it implies a lot of things. And it implies, among other things, decolonizing and um, making sure that we as pagans are not appropriating other people's culture or um, stepping stepping on our boundaries in a way that is disrespectful to others. And I have said this a million times, the difference between appropriation and appreciation is education. And when I open your Oracle, when I open your Oracle book and I saw the day of the dead, I'm like, this person got her education very straight because you can, you can read how passionate you were about Halloween and then how passionate Mm. you were about uh, writing about it. So speaking of on the same token, obviously, how did you get in? Okay, you're a witch. You do your thing. Yeah. You like the research. How did you get into actually creating oracles? Uh, it's a funny story, really. Um, I, I I came from, as I said to you, like uh, it, I came from a corporate background, so a very rational corporate background, um, and. And I was in communication, so in writing, right? So um, I I had got started going down the pagan path, realised I was a witch, decided for my great one of my great works that I would write my first book, 
And I was doing this while I was still in very corporate mainstream, okay? So I'm talking about, you know, the high heels, the suit, very conservative. I was the only female amongst a very masculine uh, corporate company. Um, and I was, <laughs> I don't know, I was at night writing my my first book. And so my first book was very successful. It was a book called Witch in the Bedroom. Sorry, Witch in the Boardroom, excuse me. And it was about corporate magic, about, you know, combining magic with um, being being in business. And then uh, that book was successful enough for me to kind of make a decision that I would give, go back to, to writing full time, that I would go and be a professional witch and I would give up my big corporate salary and I would give that a, a try because that's really where my my passion, you know, laid. And I used Oracle decks and I was very passionate, as you know, about mythos, about, you know, um, mythology. And I couldn't find a deck that I felt um, really kind of covered the goddesses that I liked and kind of covered them in the way that, I wanted mythos to be used, you know, this idea of the word mythos in Greek actually means a story with a truth. It doesn't mean a lie or some sort of BS story. It actually means a story that's going to teach you something. And the Greeks taught that alongside the idea of logos, logic, right? They were woven together. And so I thought, I wonder, I wonder if I can, you know, pitch this to a publisher and say I wanted to do a separate deck for gods and a separate deck for goddesses. And I happened to know um, a friend, uh, well, a designer that I was using was a friend of Jimmy Manton, who is an illustrator, who had never done a deck, but we kind of knew each other. And I said, listen, do you reckon you could illustrate this deck um, and, you know, you're not going to be paid. I'm not going to be paid, but we're going to pitch this to a publisher and we see whether they'll go for it. And so I had written the goddess, the Goddesses and Sirens, which is my first Oracle deck, and Jimmy had illustrated about half of the illustrations and we went to uh, Blue Angel Publishing, a really big publisher uh, here in Australia who's got, European contacts and stuff, got a got in front of the commissioning editor and basically laid it all out on the table and said, we've already written it, basically. Um, here's half of the illustrations. Are you interested? And they signed us on the spot, right? So wow. it was, yeah, yeah. So, and then I said, well, we've got this other, you know, this other idea, I've, I'm halfway through it, which is the, the God, God's um, version. And so they went, yep, we'll sign that one too. And so that was the first two decks that I did. Um, but I, it was really came out of this idea that I, there wasn't um, quite what I wanted out there. That's not any sort of insult to anyone else's deck, so please no one take it that way. It's just that it wasn't um, witchcraft-orientated enough for me or pagan-orientated enough for me. So 
Um, mm-hmm. I kind of created something. I kind of created something I wanted for myself. <laughs> I know that sounds yeah. weird, but that's how it started. And you know, I I totally agree with that because in this day and age, people who are some folk, uh, probably not so much the last ten years, but maybe before that, some folks are still shying away from the word pagan or witch or witchcraft. Yeah. And yeah. you know, everything it's a little lighter, a little diluted with like good thought and the good thought principle and the law of attraction and this and that yeah which is fine it's fine like you say there's no offense there's nothing wrong with that you know every person is going to do what works for them but for someone to say directly the word witch you know oh i remember when i started doing uh my tarot reading as because that's my business that's that's what i do for a living and yeah. I introduce myself as a witch. I say I'm a bruja. Yeah, yeah. And a person said to me, like, oh my God, you cannot say bruja. How are you gonna <laughs> say bruja? And I'm like, Oh, let me let me make my website and my website is bruja Laura Gonzalez. <laughs> yes. like, and, and and yes, this is yeah. like like when I first started, um, there were some publishers, because I've got a number of publishers. That were like, um, could we use another word besides witch? You know, because we know that you know you do priestess. Can we say priestess, or could we use another word? And I, every time they say that, it just makes me go, ah, uh, no, you're going to use witch with a capital W, and you're not. My my pet hate for me anyway is putting a color descriptive in front of it, right? So the word white witch. Can we say white witch? It's like, oh my god. White yeah, white witch. Hang on a minute. Like, um, I have a friend who's a Buddhist. Would they like to have oh you're a white Buddhist, right? Or I have another friend who's Jewish. Oh, you're a white Jew. It's like nobody nobody asks anyone else to put this sort of softener on the front of the word, right? And so I'm right. really sensitive to that, right? I I never allow it and um, often even when I've done a lot of I've done a lot of TV in Australia and you know sometimes at Halloween you know they want to talk to a witch or they want to talk to you on the solstices or something like that and often I'll say they'll go oh you know what do we describe you as and I say oh witch and author and they go oh white witch and I go no witch and author and sometimes they'll still sneak it on there because they're worried what their um, listeners or viewers are going to say about that, right? So it's, uh, wow. it's still, still, you know, with all the education we do, Laura, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, you do a lot just from sitting on this show alone. Um, I try to, in you know, everything I do, um, educate um, in yep. all my books, you know. But still, you know, it's getting better, yes. But still, people do the same thing. That experience that you have with people going, "Oh my God," you know, like yep. I had someone the other day say to me, "Oh, I didn't know you were a witch," and I go, "Oh well, you know, I don't walk around, you know, I don't have a big pentagram. I don't walk around saying I'm a witch. You know, if I go to the gym, I'm Stacy DeMarco. I'm the person trying to lift a weight. I'm not. I don't have to walk around saying, you know, what I what I do." And they were like, "Oh, you don't look like a witch." And it's okay. so insulting, right? It is so, it's inherently <laughs> insulting. And and then yes. you sort of say, oh, what do you think a witch is meant to look like? 
And then mm-hmm. invariably they very happily and sweetly go on with the, oh, well, you know, like a gothic or like, you know, dark clothes oh, and dark, I, you know, yeah. And I go, oh, you mean like a fairy tale witch, right? And then they go, then then you see the light in their eyes. They're realising, oh, my God, this is really, I've made a mistake here because in yep. front of me is a real person. You know, in front of me is a real person who lives a pathway that's that is you know witchcraft or paganism and I've made a oh maybe that's not so good right so invariably mm-hmm. they'll apologize uh they'll apologize and you're like oh that's okay but you know you, you don't need to apologize but you know it's really important that you understand that you know witchcraft is you know a witch a witch is just like a buddhist or just like a hindu or just like a christian we have a it's a pathway yeah. you know yeah. so hopefully <laughs> eventually I I thank you for all the work that you do and for having that courage. And I totally concur because I usually, you know, tell people I'm a witch. And yes, Mm. I'm a priestess. And yes, I'm a pagan. Mm. And yes, I'm an educator. Mm. And yes, I'm a podcaster and communicator and this and this and this and that. I'm a wife. I'm a sister. I'm a, you know, uh, I'm I'm a grandma. But, you know, I'm a witch. And I'm very proud of being one. And also because I see the word witch in a way as a, not only a extremely powerful statement, but it's also a, a work title of sorts. <laughs> it defines that we work for the earth, that we work for the people, that we work for the knowledge, that we, we're stewards of knowledge and mythology and ecology and equal rights and activism and all of that because yes. – they go hand in hand. We were talking about activism too on our uh, pre-interview that I wish I would have recorded it because we were <laughs> for another show. Uh, but it's so intriguing that people get so still, you know, taken aback by, oh my God, you're a witch. Um, Stacey, I'm having a lovely time, but we have, believe it or not, uh, hit the half an hour mark. So we're going to take yeah. a musical break. And when we come back, we're going to dedicate the rest of the show to talk about the new material and all this been translated to other languages because that is fascinating. So everybody, hold on to your hats. It's a three-minute song. We come back, talk more with Stacey and Marco, so don't go anywhere. Um, we'll be back with more here on Lunatic Monday.
And we're back here live with Lunas Lunaticos, Lunatic Mondays, the very first bilingual show for CSMP. And um, just to tell you real quick about the next shows that we're going to have on the 24th, as I have been telling you, this August was the Australian invasion. On the 24th, we will have Lady Tamara von Forslum, and she's going to be talking to us about her new oracle, The Goddess of Assassin Name. And uh, for those who speak English and Spanish and Portuguese, or you speak Spanish or you speak Portuguese, uh, Paganos del Mundo in Espanol with Harwood Tuleva, The Jutune Gigantes is the next one on August 15th. And on the 22nd in Portuguese, Patricia Finkler will be interviewing Luciano Ramirelli. And on the 29th, Christian Ortiz in Spanish will be um, sharing from the archives of Paganos del Mundo, the, gas, the show of, about Aradia and Lucifer and all that good stuff. And also don't miss uh, two Tuesdays a month with Deborah Rose Circle Talk, two Thursdays a month with David and Janet Ewan, uh, Moon Magic, and of course, Selena Fox's shows, Nature Mystics, and nature spirituality uh, every Wednesday and or every Sunday. And come back, of course, every second and fourth Monday for Lunatic Mondays. And if you speak Spanish, el primer lunes del mes, the first Monday of the month, it's all on Spanish. And we're back here with Stacey DeMarco. Welcome back, darling. How are you? Thank I'm very well. Thank you for having me back. And uh, thank you for coming back, and thank you for oh, the weather is holding up, and everything is holding up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and I, I really cannot wait. I wish, oh my God, I wish I was made of money. I wish I could buy um, all of your collection. I do not have all of your collection. I have some, but I know you're working on some wonderful things because you were you were posting about the box, and yeah. it's like translucent and, and there was all these colors and tell us about new oracles please it's it's so pretty <laughs> it is it's, uh i know like i normally don't kind of like gush over my decks so i'm very kind of critical um but this one is it's been printed on holographic paper so everything is all rainbow and when you when you pick it up and hold it, everything changes colour. Um, so it, it kind of moves. It looks very much alive. It's really beautiful. So I've only got like one in my hand because it's um, it's new uh, and, and <gasps> we won't get it for a couple more weeks. But um, Kinga Brishinki, who is, who is the author, sorry, is the illustrator that I work with on the last, three decks um she's american um illustrator but she's she's uh has hungarian um background uh and uh, so is my husband actually so i'm surrounded by crazy hungarians and this it's um it is so beautiful the work she does um i feel so uh honored to work with someone with such like I don't know, like when, when you're doing an oracle deck and you find someone that you work in this really beautiful, flowing simpatico, you know, like it's very, we're very, like I'll say here, I'm trying to, you know, for example, this is, there's a lot of science in here. There's a lot of 
atoms and gravity and electricity and dark matter. So it's it's a it's, there's a lot of science in here as well. So when I I say to her, say Kinga, I need I need to express what electricity feels like, you know, in the way, you know, that I'm writing about it in a spiritual way. And then, you know, you, you go back and forward, you talk a little bit, and then in your inbox in the morning is the most perfect visual of that, that you, that you kind of sit back and you go, oh, my God, this woman is just so awesome, you know, and this deck was like that. Um, everything was very easy except for our cover. It was so funny. Normally we get a cover very quickly, uh, Kinga and I, but this time we didn't. And then we realized we didn't because we, we needed something to go with this holographic paper. We had this idea about it being this almost 3D. You know, I really wanted it to be, you know, very sort of 3D, very alive. And we couldn't find any of the images that really applied itself to this graphically. And so the cover was one of the last things that we, we did. And when we did it, it was sort of, you know, I feel grounded now. I feel like everything is there, you know. Um, it's a very sort of dark image until you put the holographic paper behind it and then everything just lights up. So um, really excited. It's, it's a really cool deck. It really is pretty intense and cool, and I cannot wait until it's available for all of us who are here on this side of the world in, in the United States. And um, I I can mention where I get my stuff, right? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. Uh, where, where I have got your stuff most of the time is through Amazon. Yeah. And I know some yeah. people, uh, I, I mean, I will say about Amazon the same thing I say about Walmart and all these big box uh, stores that now is almost like a sin to say the name. Um, the day that things are made or are available in different uh, places, then I will go to a different place. Yeah. But, you know, uh, there are things that are only available through Amazon and I cannot wait because I know I, I have mine on hold because it's obviously on hold uh, because yeah. they're not available just yet yeah. Uh, yeah. but I cannot wait I cannot wait for that one with the animals and then question because I yeah. totally forgot to tell you there's a chat room and there's one person in the chat room my, my dear friend Lourdes and she is asking if yeah. any of your works are available through Kindle um, to read my, yes yes so my books are available through Kindle so um, I'm not sure about the Oracle decks. Um, I think that you can, I don't know about Kindle with the Oracle decks, obviously, because they're an Oracle deck, they're a physical thing, but my books are definitely available on Kindle. Okay, yeah. so there you have it, folks. Uh, her books are available on Kindle and yeah. her Oracle decks and her uh, diaries. Did I say diary yeah. when I was reading? Your diaries <laughs> are all available for purchase to through um, at least through in the Amazon. United States. Yeah. Yep. Amazon. Look, yeah. Amazon Amazon is fine. Like you're talking about, like the, the, there is a with the diary. There's a Northern Hemisphere version, right, which is your version, um, yes. and that that is available on Amazon. 
um, a lot of a lot of mainstream stores like uh, Barnes and Noble and all those guys, you know, those sort of bookstores, they've got them. Um, but definitely just just look it up. You know, it's a physical thing. Yeah. Um, it's not really a Kindle, you know, electro. I'm a big Kindle fan, so I, I'm with you. Um, and then obviously the Oracle decks. Some of the Oracle decks, my older ones, are actually um, you can get them on the little apps, you know, that you can press the button and they they give you a little sort of random generator and that's mm-hmm. um, some of those are on that. But like I said, I, I, I prefer when I'm reading, you know, tarot or I'm reading um, Oracle, I like the card in my hand, but that's just me. Yeah. I'm, I'm that kind of person. I like the card in my hand and, but for the books, I mean, Kindle is a wonderful oh, yeah. option. Kindle's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I, I cannot believe, seriously, when I asked you at the beginning, when do you, like, breathe? Because you do this <laughs> diary for the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere. And this is a, 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 a bone that we chew, and I say we because I'm with you, mm. all yeah. the time about the difference between the holidays in the Northern Hemisphere and yeah. the Southern Hemisphere and how sometimes... People, but makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and like so, we've got to spin the wheel. We've got to spin the wheel. This is the way I right? talk about it to people. Spin the wheel. Um, you know, like your Halloween for us, you know, yeah. proper Halloween obviously is, you know, the 31st of October. But for the Southern Hemisphere, that would be very wrong because it's a, it's not winter. You know, it's, it's, it's a festival of, you know, it's come, we're coming into spring then, right? So it's kind of very wrong. So we we kind of flip it into April, right? And that's when we have our Halloween. But it's very funny here, you know. We we still we call it Muggle Halloween, you know, like Harry Potter with the Muggles. So we mm-hmm. we have we have Muggle Halloween here on the October 31. So the the average person here will celebrate Halloween October 31, and so. You know, we'll put on the hats and, you know, we'll go out and go, yes, and have our, our educational with people. But yeah. basically we'll we'll be celebrating Beltane. You know, it'll be yes. the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a big deal because I'm, I'm also like you, you know, I like to educate people. That's what I do a lot. Uh, some people don't know, but I do a lot of teaching. I teach private lessons of this, that, and the other, and among things that I teach is obviously the religion, you know, like Wicca Mm. and paganism and stuff Mm. like that, and explaining to people the wheel of the year and why the wheel works and why the sun and the moon and the equinox and the solstice and this and this and that, and I'm like, this is basic. You cannot practice an earth-based religion and don't know where your holidays come from and how yeah. the earth moves and how the yeah. star, southern hemisphere has the opposite. Like, I like how you say spin the wheel. Um, yeah. And it's opposite, and there's nothing wrong with, like you say, you know, October 31st, you're in Argentina yep. or you're in Australia yep. and you want to put on the hat. Go ahead yep. and put on the hat, have fun. But know yep. that your holiday is not until May 1st. That's you right. Know. So, so you get you get so, to have two. You, you, oh, that's what I say. I said we're really lucky. We get to we get to sort of have two Halloweens. That sounds like the best thing ever to me. 
but but the 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 thing the reason I even started writing this diary, you know, I want you to imagine me going to my publisher who is, you know, is a mind body spirit publisher, but she she's not pagan or anything like that, and going. So listen, I've got this idea for a lunar and seasonal diary, and it's got wheel of the year, and but it, you know it's got all of this, the solstices, it's got all this. It's kind of for everyone. It's a real, you know, like for advanced practitioners and also beginners, but um, it needs to be really beautiful. And uh, but but you know it's it's got to be accurately pagan or witchy, and my. My publisher sat there and went, you want to do what? A diary? Like a physical diary? No one uses physical diaries anymore. Like why, why would anyone? Like she's looking at me like, I'm going, listen, I promise you, there isn't a really, in my opinion, that there isn't a real dedicated witch craft pagan-based diary for Southern Hemisphere. I said, there, there is for the Northern, but what we do is we sit there and get really cranky and we have to do the calculations to make the moon right, you know, the solstices, timings right. I would sit there with my Northern Hemisphere diary, Laura, and I would I would sit there at the beginning of the year and, and do all the calculations to make them right for Sydney. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So this used to, this used to, you know, make me a little bit cross, you know, make me annoyed. And so I, when I went to her and, and said it and I, and I managed, she goes, all right, we'll try one year. Okay, one year and we see how it goes. I don't understand what you're talking about, <laughs> right? Like she was so great, you know, a little little yell out there to Rockpool Publishing. Thank you very much. She she said, oh, I don't really understand what you're talking about, but I'll give it a crack because it sounds like a, a, a pretty, you know, a nice idea. We'll make it really beautiful. So we make this first year diary for the, for the Southern Hemisphere and it sells out. And mm-hmm. no one is more surprised than my publisher. So she's like, I don't understand, but okay. And now we're at, this is the 12th year. For the last five years, we've done the Northern Hemisphere version and we Mm -hmm. do it in other languages. Like we're going to be doing it in Spanish in 2022, I think. Um, We've done it in in French already um, for the last couple of years. We've done it in Italian. Um, So, you know, it's something that, it has educated, you know, like so many people have got this diary. I get this, you know, um, I get these lovely emails from people saying, I bought this diary or I was given this diary and I didn't really understand what it was, but oh my God, it has made me feel, I have a structure now. Like I, I have this sort of groundedness now, a stability about following the moon cycle and about following mm-hmm. the seasons. And it's just made my mental health better. It's made my, you know, my physical health better. And that, if if I have one, it's really funny. All that research I do, all that, you know, stuff that I do for the Oracle decks and my books and things. But that diary, it it's almost like a gateway for people to just come in in a gentle way and begin to follow the natural cycles. And like you said, you teach people about this in a in a kind of gentle gentle way that they're living every day. It's a diary, so they're touching every day. And then they realise, oh, my God, maybe I'm pagan. All these people coming, maybe I'm pagan because I'm really I'm really getting so much out of this. I'm like, well, maybe you are pagan. Isn't that funny, you know? And it's, it's, a, it's been 
kind of a joy writing this thing every year. But I, I tell you, it does mess with your head because right now I'm in 2020. The 2021 mm-hmm. Lunar and Seasonal Diary, it's the diary has just come out for 2021. And in a month's time, I'll be writing 2022. So I feel like I'm in this kind of 3D time right. warp thing. You know, somebody asked me mm-hmm. what day it is. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I literally, uh, I first, I believe you. I know this is true. And I understand. And my dear darling, you're not alone. Because <laughs> when I pull out my book right now to talk about future shows, I have to go three pages back because my book is already on December. Yeah. Yeah. And and we are yeah. today I, I always look at the calendar. Today is August ten. Yeah. I have to program because I produce seven shows or oh, eight wow. sometimes. Uh and this is what I produce. What I promote is all nineteen of the station, but what I produce is seven. And I have to be with my team like so when is October coming? So when are you going to have November? And I I hear you. And, you know, it's, it's and I'm only a few months. So I can only <laughs> imagine what it is to have not only the whole year, but the two hemisphere. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it, it really is like you've really got to be on your game. When I'm doing the, like, I sit with the designer and we do what we call the flip. You know, we we yeah. get like we have to ch- change all the dates and we move everything around and I might write a different goddess or a god you know because there's a god or a goddess every month and so you know I might move that or create a new one for the north or the south and my even we had a new designer last year and she was sitting there she was like looking at me she goes I'm really glad you know what you're doing here because I don't. <laughs> like this is so confusing. <laughs> but you know, you you get you do it long enough, it you know it becomes easier, I suppose. Yeah, you get you get the hang of it. It's like yeah, again, you know, not to self-reference, please pardon me, but you yeah. know, it's the same thing. Like I'm so used yeah. to uh, going ahead. You know, like some people tell me now, like. A, I would like to be on your show or hear your show or talk about your show. And I'm like, yeah, how's your how's your uh, scheduling for November, December? And they're like, what? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. I, it's only me. It's only yeah. me working on this. So I need to be in advance. This is fascinating. I cannot wait until we can find uh, the, the diaries. And just before we go, I really yeah. want to know. How many languages your stuff has been translated to, and you know, how's your market on like Central South America, Mexico? You know, I would like um, to know because everybody, when I told people on my channel that I was interviewing you, a yeah. lot of people were like, "What?" And I'm like, "Uh huh." She's gonna be on my <laughs> show, and then I'm I'm a dust in my shoulder, you know, like, "Uh huh." Yeah. She's coming to Luna. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, look, I was I was so excited that I'd be uh, I'd be talking to such a big bunch of brujas, you know, like this is fantastic for me. <laughs> um, so I, I've got to tell you, bruja sounds so much better than like the English witch, which is such a boring word compared to bruja, you know, it's like fantastic. <laughs> um, look, I I now I think there's even some like there's lots of languages my work is in, um, even even like small languages like 
Norwegian and Estonian um, because of the work I've done on the Vikings, um, the Norse work I do. Um, there's a lot of um, translation into the Nordic languages now, which I'm really happy about. But the Spanish, I have, I think Queen of the Moon um, is in Spanish very soon, or it might already be. Halloween Oracle obviously is in Spanish. The Gospel of Aradia is in Spanish. Um, and the Lunar and Seasonal Diaries soon will be. I have a lot of people recently contacting me from Brazil, um, from yeah. Chile, from Chile. Yeah. Um, and and I've got to say, like, the, the, the people from the Americas, that, that part of the Americas, are so polite and they're so eager to kind of connect um, in a deep way, you know, they're like, oh, I do this kind of magic or I do, you know, um, you know, I do, you know, this kind of shamanism or whatever. And the conversations are always so cool. So please, if you're listening out there, never be afraid to um, reach out uh, to me. Yeah. Um, you know, like I love having the conversations with you about your magic and how you use it. Um, and as you were saying earlier, um, from working with so many First Nations people, um, because I, you know, pagan is First Nations included, as as you well know. Um, of course, I am I am very um, very respectful of the the stories, the mythos, the techniques, those sorts of things. And I think when people realise that you are um, respectful and that you know, um, you're not going to run off and take their wisdom, you know, like <laughs> there's a lot of people that do that, this appropriation thing that you were talking about earlier, which, which sort of makes me really, I, I hate it. Um, I, I think then it, it's like um, it, the, the Bush Telegraph, we call it here, the, 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 um, the word gets around, yeah? And so mm -hmm. I'm really lucky that the kind of mythos that, I have permission to share from people is because I, I do take the time, you know, or I do understand that there are barriers, you know, like I always ask if a first nation person shares a story with me, I always say, so is this just for me or is this for everybody? Do you want me to share this wider or is this just for me? And sometimes mm -hmm. I'll say it's just for me. Right, and you know, one of the Brazilian people I'm talking to right now said, oh, "I want you, I want to tell tell you about this particular goddess and what we do." And then I said, "Wow, that's really interesting." And I said, "This is just for me, right?" She goes, "Yeah, just for you." But there are other mm. people that, that want want to share that, yeah. So I think you know, if you know, I, I'll always give credit if someone says to me, "Yes, yeah, share it," but you need to say where you've shared it from. No problem, you know. But a lot yeah. of people don't. I think um, I'm really I'm really lucky I have that um, you know p people are willing to share in that way so please I really am interested it's you know we're all sharing information it's all good yeah and I think it has to do a lot with the fact that you are responsive and approachable and yeah. also that you treat everything with respect and that has to do with yeah. your upbringing you know being a researcher and, and having yeah given so much importance to the source and, and all of that, um, mm. which takes us full circle into the beginning of the conversation, actually. Um, <laughs> yes. I, 
I I have to ask you because um, we're it's it's already eight, almost eight o'clock, and I want to <laughs> play this song for you because this song Aww. is from this lady from oh my god they're gonna I think they're from Colombia but I could be mistaken and I no yeah they're Colombian they're Colombian uh, the name of the song is Bruja and the song is in Spanish Aww. but. I want you to hear it. I want you to listen to it. And we're going to close the show with that. But before we close the show, I want to ask you, where can people find you, follow you, see your work, etc.? Okay, so I have a website, and it's themodernwitch.com. Uh, so it's, that's easy to remember, The Modern Witch. Uh, I'm on Facebook as Stacey DeMarco. Um, you know, you can just join me on there. Um, I am on Instagram as I've got two. One is the modern, modern witch, and the other one is Nature Luster. Um, and Nature Luster is more just getting out in nature and gardening, and you know all, all of that sort of stuff really being out there because I think people need to get outside more. And the modern witch is more about my um, my work. So you know, join both. And like I said, really, um, as you've seen from my Facebook page, everyone is welcome, right? Um, and it's a safe place for us all to be. Yes, yes. And I will never forget, and I want to say thank you, because when you reach out to people, um, the first impression can never be changed. And I remember years and years ago when I had my Halloween Oracle, and I was starting my Facebook page for my tarot readings, and... I reach out to you and I say, hey, it's okay to use your oracle because I will, yeah. I will be taking a photo of the card. And immediately, without hesitation, you were like, yeah, I use it. So for people who have a business, we yeah. depend on you as much as probably you will depend on us, yeah. buying the oracles and all that. But to have that uh, approachable personality and uh, also to be willing to allow us to use it publicly, you know, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a quid pro quo of respect, I think. And yeah, but yeah, but, but also, appreciate that. Is, yeah, but also, I don't know about other authors, I can only speak about myself, but there is nothing more exciting for us than to produce work that is being used in a practical manner. Right. So mm -hmm. when somebody comes up to me and goes, oh, would you sign my deck? And it's really bumped around and it's a bit scratched. And they, oh, I'm really embarrassed. The box is really, I go, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. You use it, right? Oh, I use it all the time. And that yep. is really exciting to me. You know, so please go out there and use it. And if you've got any questions, let me know. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Stacey Marco, it has been a pleasure and a joy to have you on the show. Uh, thank you to the gods and the goddesses of weather and storm <laughs> and rain and everything that they allow yes. us to do this live. And yeah. thank you to everyone who is listening now or folks that will listen later. And we will go away listening to La Perla with this song Bruja. But before we do that, Stacey, I want to leave you the microphone so you can say goodnight to your audience tonight. Good night, everyone, and may the goddess bless you always. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Never forget that you are loved. Good night.